are dreams just random images fired from an unconscious brain during sleep? Or something much more important, like life-saving inner guidance? How dreams can be healing and early warning tools for disease, financial crisis, or success. And love is still one of the behavioral science's greatest unanswered questions. Hello, I'm your host, author Kat O'Keefe Cannabis. Welcome to Dreaming Healing, where dreams and cutting edge scientific research meet on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Dreaming Healing is every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific when you can call in and ask Kat questions about your amazing dreams. Talk on air. Call toll-free 833-220-1200. That's 833-220-1200. Come live your dreams out loud with Kat. Good evening, everyone. It's so good to be back with you live. Um, welcome to Dreaming Healing. I'm your host. If you are just listening this evening and you'd like to watch us, because we are a live video podcast on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, you can actually go to my website, which is Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, or just type into Google Cat the queen of dreams that's cat the queen of dreams and it'll take you to my website and if you you look at my website there's these little black keys across the top and one of them will say radio show click on that and it will take you to my website page on dream vision 7 radio network and that's dreaming healing and then if you look on that page, you'll see a little, uh, and you scroll down, you'll see what our, our show was for tonight, which unfortunately we've had to change there. There was a change, but you'll see a little camera. And that little camera will have like antennas or it's a TV actually. Looks like a camera, but it's a TV. Has little antennas on it. If you click on that, it will take you to this show live right now and you can see the archives by clicking that camera as well so if there are other shows that you'd like to see uh, rather than just listening to just click it and you can go back and watch those in the archives um i wanted to also remind you to download um your free dream journal that is in the upper right hand corner of my website page while you're on it and it tells you the seven types of dreams and how to identify them and it also gives you pages to download that you can put into a three ring binder and that's your dream journal and you just follow the steps of the dream journal that I, I produced for you and you put your dreams in there and you can identify what kind of dream it is according to the definition of those dreams, teaches you how to learn your own dream language. You know, that is so important. And let me tell you why. Our dreams are all about signs and symbols and colors, plays on words. Um, sometimes there's numbers in it. Uh, but not so much reading. So it's almost like our dreams are designed for the inner children in us, those inner children that haven't learned how to read and write yet. 
And so that's how our dreams talk to us. And you have your own dream language. That dream language is important because different th things are important, non-important, or very frightening to other people. So let's say, for instance, in your dream language, you tend to have a lot of snakes show up in your dreams. Now, I know right now some of you are going, oh, no, no, snakes in my dreams. No, 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 no. Well, let me tell you something. Snakes can be the kundalini. You could have a really big, scary snake in your dream. Could be the kundalini, the, the, the mother wisdom, the universal wisdom. And that snake could be coming to speak to you like Slytherin, you know, in, in Harry Potter movies. Could be coming to speak to you and give you a really, really important life message. Or... You could have a rattlesnake in your dream. What's a, what is a rattlesnake? Well, it's, it's there. it shakes its tail. It's a warning. That may not necessarily be uh, wisdom. It may be a warning dream. So you're not going to see warning dream, warning dream flashed across your mind in your dream. You're going to see a rattlesnake shaking its tail. And when you write that down in your dream journal that you downloaded from my website, the next step is to go into that dream and start underlining all those really important words or things or creatures or people, um, colors, places, all of that in your dream because that's you speaking to you, but it's also your spirit guides guardian angels and animal totems speaking to you. Our dreams are that bridge to everywhere because you're traveling there at the speed of thought and nothing, there is nothing faster than the speed of thought. It trumps the speed of light. It trumps the speed of sound. The speed of thought is instantaneous. You think that you're there. And that's how you are in your dreams. You are in one place at the beginning of your dream, maybe walking through the woods, looking at the flowers, and then boom, at the speed of thought, you're in a city at a crossroads. Look at the play on words. What's going on in your life? That is a reflection of those crossroads because remember, our dreams are a microcosm of our waking world. So through those dreams and by writing them down in the journal I've, I've supplied you with on my website, you're able to find out what it is your spirit guides, guardian angels, totems, and you yourself are saying to you through that bridge to everywhere. You can use that dream bridge to go to, hey, life after life. You can visit visit with your deceased loved ones. You can visit with your deceased pets. You can go back and visit with people from past lifetimes. The dream bridge is absolutely phenomenal. But how would you know you were on it if you don't write it down in your journal? Writing down your dreams, figuring out your dream language, figuring out your messages, 
is going to make you more successful in life. Oh, you may be saying to yourself, you know, that that's a really big statement. How can understanding my dreams make me more successful in life? A lot of ways. Number one, your dreams may be telling you whether or not the work and love relationships you are in right now are the ones you should stay in or move on. Absolutely. If you're walking down a street, a deserted street, holding hands with someone that you think maybe you should marry, but every time you look at a house, there's a red flag flapping in the breeze on top of it, you may want to think twice about that relationship. Your dreams are speaking to you. Your spirit guides, guardian angels, uh, deceased loved ones, your inner self, who has doubts to begin with. On the other hand, if you're walking down that same street and everybody comes running out of their houses and they're throwing up confetti and there's balloons and there's a big parade and everybody's clapping, as you go by, maybe that is the right person. Think of the same thing with your job. In your dream, you've got your boss in your job. What is going on? What are you hearing? What are you seeing? What are you feeling? These are all the things you need to write in your dream journal to help you become successful in life. Without that, you're kind of flying blind, which could be okay. You might be doing all right, but imagine if you were able to fly using instruments, not just your sight, but instruments as well. As well, you have a better chance of being successful, not just with flying, but with landing in the right place. So I invite you all to download the Dream Journal off of my website, again, just uh, KathleenO'KeefeCanavas.com, and that's K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N-O-apostrophe-K-E-E-F-E, -E -E -E. yep, good Irish name, and then Cannabis, K-A-N-A, -A, V as in Victor, O-S as in Sam. Or go to Google, you can even Google on your phone and Google cat, K-A-T, the queen of dreams. It'll take you right to my website. So I want to thank you. Those of you who are watching, uh, who were with me on the cruise, the Norwegian cruise line Königsdom that went from San Diego all the way down to Baja, Mexico, came back around and came back up. Oh my goodness, we've got we've got Google <laughs> talking to us from across the room. It's amazing how when I start talking about dreams and the spirit world, all the equipment in my house turns on and starts jumping into the conversation. So anyone who tells you that there's there's not a connection between your dreams and the spirit world. Yeah, right. They don't know what they're talking about because there really, really is. So if suddenly we have music coming out of this next, um, I may have to yell at Google to, uh, to stop. 
So anyhow, the uh, cruise on the Königsdam, which was the Norwegian cruise line, was just fantastic. It was great. And so I did my dreams unmasked on the ship. And uh, it was a, it, you know, I, I was down. I don't know if any of you have been on the, the Norwegian cruise line. Those of you who had that were on there with me, uh, we were in the BB King room. It was so cool. I loved that room. The chairs were so comfortable. And we filled the room. And the second floor was looking down at us as I had all those masks that I collected from all over the world. I took them onto the ship in a great big suitcase and I unpacked them and had them on stage and the audience came up, chose their mask, and then we delved into their dreams. It was fantastic. And uh, we are going to do that again on the next cruise that we do. And then in the evenings, I would have a uh, dream circle and people would bring in their dreams that they had the night before. If they didn't have a dream the night before, we would talk about what their intention would be. Uh, I would help them set that intention for that night so that they could possibly have a dream that would fulfill their intention. If their intention was to have a dream, okay, let's set that intention. And I've also got that on that download, the dream download on my website for you. It's got show dream. Set, and the first one is S is for set your intention. It's the very first thing you want to do before you go to sleep. And then O is organize yourself. You know, make sure that you've got your pencil and paper or your cell phone or whatever uh, recording device you've got. Uh, if you need a little pen light, whatever you need, have it within arm's reach. Then before you go to sleep, decide you're going to dream. Say it out loud. I'm going to dream tonight. I'm going to dream. I like to repeat everything three times. I don't know why, but the number three is very important to me. So I often do things in three. So you can make that declaration three times. Say, I'm going to dream tonight. And then the next morning, when you wake up, you feel yourself coming out of the dream, don't move. R, remain in your position. Stay in the same position you're in. Very slowly come up, reach over, get your recording device, whatever it is, paper, pencil, whatever, and bring it to you. If you suddenly jump out of bed because you don't, you didn't organize yourself the night before, or you're so excited you want to write that dream down right away before you forget it, chances are you will forget it. Because when you come up through those clouds, when you get off that dream bridge between the worlds, suddenly it's like somebody fans your brain and it just, the dream just disappears. Fortunately, you have daydreams during the day. And sometimes if the information in the dream that you forgot is really important, you can have things that will trigger you during the day to remember them. Let's say you forgot that there was a woman in a red dress walking beside you in your dream last night. You know, you knew you weren't alone. There were people there, but you couldn't remember them, what they looked like. Maybe they told you their name, 
and but you forgot it when you when you woke up too quickly you didn't have your stuff beside you so that you could write everything down right away or you just sat up in bed really fast and grabbed for it if it was gone then during the day let's say you are sitting in a restaurant and you're going to order lunch and suddenly a woman is standing beside you in line in a red dress and you turn around and look at her and it's almost like you know each other and she says hi I'm, my name is marie and you go i remember there was a woman in my dream last night i was standing in line she had on a red dress and she told me her name was marie and then you start seeing things happening and maybe what it is that you need to do is call because the next thing in your dream was you decided to call home to check something. So you get out your phone now in your waking world and you call home and find out the dog got out, the cat got out, something happened. And it was important that you give someone directions. That's how fantastic dreams are. That's how you can actually, you can actually make life more successful and easier because you have guidance. It's like you've got your own secretary that's making sure that everything that you need to do and need to know you've got because you had it in your dreams. Remember those dreams are a microcosm of our waking world. And the most important thing to remember is this. When you're in the dream world, there's no past. There's no future. There's all the great big now. And so because there's only this great big now, the past and the future are part of that now. So when the woman in the red dress in line was in your dream, that was the future now. I know that sounds a little confusing, but that's what you get in the dream world. The future now, those are called precognitive dreams. So many of us have them, but we don't remember them. We don't remember enough about them to be able to write them down and then go back when that woman in the red dress was beside us, look up that dream and say, Oh my gosh, she was in my dream two nights ago. She said this to me in the dream. She said it again in the line. And this happened after, and it woke me up because it was so scary. Now you have the chance. Um, you have the chance to change the outcome. Do you realize that? You have the chance to change something that was going to be a disaster into a success. So another example of that would be when I had the dreams about the monks, because because you know I'm a three-time breast cancer survivor. So I had dreams where these three monks would come into my dream and my, my dream that I was having, that regular dream, would freeze just like your computer page you know have you ever been on your computer and the, it freezes and you're like wow what is going on and then you see that little round circle that you know just spinning around and you're like ready to shake your computer well that's what my dream did except the round 
circle in the middle was a little square and I could see through it. It's like, what is, what is in that square? And this is in the dream. I'm saying to myself in the dream, what's in that square? And the square opened up and it became a window and I could see into another page or another place. And I was like, well, that is really cool. My dream had frozen that I was watching. And through that window of that frozen dream was another dream going on. And I'm like, wow, that is really weird. And I said that to myself in my dream, that the fact that my dream had frozen and I had another dream behind that dream, that made it a lucid dream. I knew I was dreaming and that what was going on was weird. And that window turned into a huge door, the big door, all the way to the floor. And through that door walked a Franciscan monk. Yeah, I'm standing there in my frozen dream going, what? He had his hood up, he had on this brown robe, he had on this rope belt, sandal shoes. I mean, the detail was amazing. And he walked up to me so I couldn't see his face because he had his hood up. And he said, come with me. I have something to tell you. And I'm like, what? Come with you? Just what? Just step through this door? And he turned around and walked through the door. So I'm like, okay. And I followed him into what I called the room between realms. And this room between realms had two more monks in them. And I looked at the two monks the other two monks and the monk that walked me through the door. And I thought, what am I doing here? We've got to take a break right now. But when I come back, we're going to talk about how those monks saved my life, changed my world and made me successful. Don't go away. We'll be right back. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing Shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience hope, the magic elixir of miracles, through the personal stories of New York Times best-selling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. 
If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, Sacred Stories of Transformational Hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Did you know that every word you speak matters? What you say and how you say it can make or break a relationship or shift the outcome of any situation. Are your conversations making a difference? Faith in God, gratitude, authenticity, and giving are Teresa Velarde's heart. It's in this spirit that she's focused on making a difference in the lives she's blessed to touch. Conversations That Make a Difference is now on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. facing annihilation, a miraculous African nun rises to become the first female pope through a web of war, murder, and betrayal. Loved by some, hated by many, she becomes the deadly target of Islamic terrorists and her own cardinals as she introduces a new vision that will either save humanity or accelerate its destruction. Four people must race against a nuclear holocaust to learn her astonishing secret. Pope Annalisa is available at PeterCanova.com, Amazon, and other online booksellers and bookstores worldwide. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back, everyone. For those of you just tuning in, I am Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, but my friends will call me Kat, so I hope you will too. And I'm the host of Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. So just before the break, I was talking about walking through that dream doorway from the frozen dream into the new active dream that was in what I called the room between realms. And in that room, the monk that led me in there took my hand, he placed it on my breast and he said, do you feel that? And I said, yeah. And he said, that's breast cancer. You go to your doctor tomorrow without an appointment, the one that told you you were healthy and you tell him you need a new set of tests. So long story short, this same dream repeated itself, which makes it, um, you know, a pre, a, not just a precognitive dream because they're telling me something that's happening in the future, but a recurrent dream, which means there's a really important message, could be life or death, and you're not getting it. So your spirit guides, guardian angels, totem animals are going to keep giving you that dream until you figure it out, until you do what needs to be done to stay alive, be successful, whatever it is you need to do. They're not going to desert you. That's kind of important. Your dream world is not going to desert you. But of course, like everything else, it's something you've got to work on. It's a skill. Remembering your dreams, running your dreams down and being able to converse with your spirit guides, guardian angels, totem animals in your dreams. It's a skill that you work on. And then you've got a backup crew 
when you're not sure of a decision you need to make. So it turned out I was in stage two breast cancer with it in my lymph nodes the first time. So this room between realms with the spirit guides and the guardian angels uh, happened three times. I'm a three-time breast cancer survivor. The medical community um, and, and the equipment that they use missed it every time, which, which happens more often than we realize uh, because young women have very dense breasts and mammograms don't always catch early cancer. Uh, so if you're not meant to die, my dad used to tell me, when it's your time to die, nothing is going to save you. And until it's your time to die, nothing is going to kill you. Your spirit guides and guardian angels are going to be there to work with you, to keep you alive, to fulfill your life destiny. So until you die, live and do everything you have to do to stay alive. So that's one of the things that you can do in order to stay alive is to actually tap into your dreams and get guidance. So long story short, I wrote the book Surviving Cancerland from my dream journals. I pulled out all my dream journals and I said, you know what? Women around the world have to know how important their dreams are to them, how important their spirit guides, guardian angels, totem animals are to them, especially when facing life or death. So I wrote the book Surviving Cancerland, and this is the CD that was done by Blackstone Publishing. Uh, it's also on the Amazon site. But when I did the cruise, and then later did, shortly after that, I did the um, Southwest Writers event in Albuquerque, New Mexico, my book totally sold out on Amazon. <laughs> and I was getting emails from people saying, your book's not on Amazon anymore. All we can do is buy used books. And we don't want to buy used books. We want to buy new books. We want to buy your new Surviving Cancerland books. So what do we do? So I just want you to know it's back up there. The publisher was shocked. Um, it was my actually my fault because I should have called my publisher and said, hey, you know what? I'm doing a cruise and I'm going to be teaching uh, writing organizing your writing, steps for organizing your writing. And I'm going to be teaching about dreams. And um, we may need a few more books on Amazon, but I forgot to do that. So thank you for sending me the emails. Thank you for sending me the voice messages. Um, it's back up. Go in and buy yourself a new book. So after we landed back in San Francisco, um, not San Francisco, San Diego, um, the Ari Boris, who was in charge of that cruise said, you know, Kat, I, I really like what we did here. I like the dreams. I like the writing. I would really like to see a writer's conference cruise. And I'd like to put that together for 2025. Um, maybe we'll go up to Alaska. Maybe we'll do this again, whatever. But keep that in your mind. I'm going to be in touch with you. And I'd really like to do a conference, a writer's conference cruise. 
So one of the reasons why we ran out of books, Surviving Cancerland on Amazon is because I shortly, like two weeks after I did the cruise, I went to Albuquerque, New Mexico, where I was doing an event for the Southwest Writers Group. And I spoke for an hour uh, to their board of directors and anybody who wanted to come at the university. And I talked about how I took my dream journals and I turned them into a book, Surviving Cancerland, which anybody can do if they have a certain, it could be a crisis. It could be a beautiful love story that involved your dreams. What, what dreams did you have while you were falling in love? What guidance did you get from your spirit guides to make that relationship work and to live happily ever after? What a, what a fantastic book that would make. But I went one step further. I took the screenwriting uh, steps and parts, part one, two, and three of actual screenwriting. And I came up with like a Pythagorean code <laughs> to break it down so that every part of my book hits the important points that need to be hit at certain times for the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. It's in the book. And so it's much easier to take your book, turn it into a TV show, a movie show, a screenwriting, uh, a screenwriting project. And so they asked me then to do a two hour workshop on organizing your writing. So everybody has all these ideas in their head. They want, they want to write a book. They, they, they want to, they want to do um, a book that's going to to make a difference in the world. And I, I think that's that's wonderful. We all have a story. And our story is important to others, not because we want to say, oh, guess what? I went through this. We want to say, oh, guess what? I went through this. And I came out the other side a better person than when I was going through the storm. The storm made me stronger, and this is how I did it. That's an important book. Not just the pain, not just the suffering, because that's important too, but also coming through the storm and coming out through the light at the end of that dark tunnel. And so by using the screenwriter's recipe is what I called it for the hero's journey. My book won four huge book awards right as soon as it was published because it's actually tied to nursery rhymes. So what I did was I taught at the, at the university. This was on a, a Zoom because we were in a huge snowstorm. <laughs> Those of you watching right now, you might remember, or you might have heard on the news, that New Mexico had this ginormous snowstorm that they hadn't had probably ever. Uh, three inches of snow, they shut down the highways, they shut down all the stores, they shut down the schools, they shut down the university. Yeah, that was the one I was in. Um, so we shut down the university at noon, and then I did the class, a two-hour teaching class on Zoom. And you can see the highlights for both of these 
on my website. You'll find the Southwest Writers Group. Click on that poster and you'll get some highlights from those classes that I taught. And um, what I did teach was how to organize. I had two steps on how to really organize your writing, really organize your book before you start using what I call the writer's wheel. So why is a writer's wheel important and what is it? Well, you've heard of a, you've heard of a, um, um, You've heard of a wheel used to center clay in order to make plates, vases, anything. You've got to center that clay on a potter's wheel in order to mold it, to in order to have it be not just centered, but so that you can work with it, so that the, the medium is organized. You don't have a piece of clay over here and a piece of clay over here and over here and over here. And you're, you're like, okay, so what do I do with this piece of clay? Or, you, you know, it turns into a mess. And then you throw the book down and you go, you know, I just can't do this. I thought I could write a book, but I couldn't. With my writer's wheel, which is basically a potter's wheel, but we're now going to use a book. You center your book and you get all the aspects of that book on that wheel. And when you're done with all that, you take the screenwriter's recipe and you put it on top to make you make sure you've got all the important aspects of the hero's journey in the right place. And then you've got an award-winning book. And it's not hard. It's actually very easy. So that's what I did when I was in New Mexico. And um, that is what I want to do when we do the cruise, the Writers Conference Cruise, except I want to actually have groups of people working on their books on that cruise. I don't wanna just sit up there and talk to you. I want that to be an active Writers Conference, or you're working on your book. If you don't have a book yet, but you think you have an idea, we work with that. As a teacher, I taught special education for 10 years in psychology at USF for a number of years. I know how to individualize within a classroom. You have students who are always ahead of other students. You have other students who don't get it and other students that are taking off on their own. That's what I wanna do on this writer's conference. I want to be able to individualize all of the students that come. Um, I'm gonna probably try to hold it at about 75 because more than that, I can't give them the individual attention that they need in order to have a su successful book. And one of the most important things I'm gonna do is make sure that every single student on that conference gets published. Because as you know, I have Weeby Books Publishing that I work with, and um, we're going to make sure every single person participating in that writer's conference gets published. So that's what I did in um, Albuquerque, New Mexico. I was there through the whole snowstorm, and then we worked on Zoom. And at that time, between the cruise and Albuquerque, my book sold out. 
because a lot of students in Albuquerque at the university bought my book, took the writers, took the um, screenwriters uh, uh, recipe is what I call it for the hero's journey for Campbell's hero's journey. And they put it on top of my book. They looked for the pages that I had written in green. This is my page in the book, but this is the page in a screen writer's play. And they saw the, they saw how they worked together to create a, an award-winning book. So thank you guys for making sure that my book completely sold out of Amazon. And the only thing available was used books, which, you know, that can work also, but um, everybody wanted new books and I don't blame them. So if you'd like to know more about those conferences, then the next time I, I speak anywhere, go to my website again and look for upcoming events. And my also not just the, the um, how do you, uh, somebody just sent me um, a question and it says, how do they sign up for my next class? So I've got my, I've got my text open so you can actually text me. Um, what you can do is I haven't even gotten that far yet because I've only been home like not even a week, but I may have, what I think I'm going to do is put a page on my website under upcoming events for the cruise and you can put your name and your contact information there. And for all I know, there's, I think there's an early bird price. If I remember correctly, fortunately, you know, I didn't have to worry about that when I was doing the cruise, but I believe there was an early bird price. Uh, a lot of people, uh, took advantage of that, the, the ship, I got to tell you guys, that ship was beautiful. I usually do the crystal harmony and the crystal symphony cruises, which are gorgeous, just, just breathtaking cruises. This one was every bit as good. Um, they, um, the food was fabulous. Uh, there was so much to do on board. Every other day they pulled into a port, you got off, you got to run around, play, visit, eat lunch, off the boat if you wanted. But what's so great about a cruise is you don't have to make reservations. <laughs> I hate making restaurant reservations when I'm traveling. I'd really rather pull my hair out. Um, and with, with this, it's like you've got a floating hotel. Everything is included. So when after you've been running around all day shopping or, or maybe you go somewhere and get a little lunch somewhere, when you come back on the cruise in the evening, you have a number of choices. There are restaurants that you can go to that have, you know, tablecloths and it's it's beautiful and and you're waited on hand and foot. Uh, or you can go to the buffet, which believe it or not was my favorite because I love the food. But what was more important was we all met at a table on the far side of the room. It was like being back in high school or college where you met with all your friends and you all ate dinner together and everybody talked about what they did during the day. It was just so much fun. And you made, I made so many new friends. I mean, they didn't see me as the teacher. I was a teacher when I was up there, but then I became 
we became friends and we're staying in contact with each other now. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk with my webmaster and I'm gonna get a sign up page on my website for those of you listening to this and want to sign up and find out more, as soon as we've got it hammered down, whether we're going north to Alaska or south to Mexico, I will contact you and let you know because I would love to have you on that cruise with me. Believe it or not, it's time for another commercial break. When we come back, we're going to do our meditation, our protection meditation, which I usually do at the very beginning of the show. But gosh, I had so much to share with you. I just didn't get to it. So don't go away. We're going to be right back. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Why are we here? How can we be happy? Questions asked from millennials to boomers. Crappy to Happy, sacred stories of transformational joy answers them using true stories of grit, grace, and love. James Redfield, author of The Celestine Prophecy, wrote in the foreword, This book is a seminar about emerging truths and offers grounded solutions through the art of the comeback. Dr. Bernie Siegel, a contributing author, wrote, Bodies die, but spirits and consciousness survive and recycle. So grab some tissues, open your book, and prepare to cry and laugh till it heals. Crappy to Happy by Reverend Ariel Patricia and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and booksellers worldwide. Darkest hours to brightest moments. Transformation from despair to happiness. And chaos to clarity. Real people, real pain, real healing. Life-threatening illness, death, Abusive relationships, divorce, and overcoming addiction are challenges these men and women faced head-on. See how they emerged stronger and happier. Buy the new book, Chaos to Clarity, Sacred Stories of Transformational Change by Reverend Patricia Caginello and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available on sacredstoriespublishing.com and worldwide through Amazon and other retailers. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. My friends will call me Kat, so I hope you will too. And I'm the host of this show, Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. And just before we went to break, 
uh, I was talking about um, the cruise that I took down to Mexico, taught dreams, taught uh, writing, and that we're going to do that cruise again. And I'm going to get something up on the website so that you can sign up for it. And I can make sure that you get all the information before we do it. One of the reasons why, before we do the, the before we do the meditation, I just want to say one of the reasons why, because it, this question came over, um, chat again, um, why is it important to win awards on your book? Why is it important to have a, a, a book like that? Why don't you just write your book? Well, you can, you, you can just write your book. You can definitely do that. But when you win awards, let me let me tell you what happens. But let me tell you what happened to me. Um, once I won those awards, I got contacted by uh, TV networks like the Dr. Oz show, the doctor's show. And instead of me chasing after people to interview me, they were chasing after me to allow them to interview me. And that makes a big difference. It, it, it's, you, you don't have to work as hard. So do the hard work, do that heavy lifting when you're writing your book. And if you can, I always believe many minds are much better than one. I mean, you could have a great mind, you could be an Einstein, but even he dreamed. He was a big believer in daydreams. He would just sit back in his chair, close his eyes and go deep into his mind to come up with answers to questions that he'd been turning over and over. And it was usually because he went into that meditative state that we're going to do in a minute and got the answers he needed to solve the problems in the waking world. Your meditative dreams are your meditation is a lot like your daydreams. So by winning awards, you are making your book more better chance of having your book be successful and having people reach out to you because your book's been vetted. It's been vetted by the award companies that you sent it to. And they're saying, yes, yes, that, that book is great. Uh, Dreams That Can Save Your Life won the Nautilus book, book Award. Boom, right out. So did Surviving Cancerland. And then... Radio networks like um, George Norris Coast to Coast, they contact you. They go through your agent if you've got an agent or they contact you through your website and you don't have to chase after them. It makes life so much easier. Okay, that's why. And so you want to get somebody who's been successful to teach you how to be successful. They're not teaching you success from a book that they read. They're teaching you success from the success they've experienced. They're teaching you what they know. So just keep that in mind. So it's time now to do our meditation that I usually do at the very beginning of the show, but I just turned into a major chatterbox this morning, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when you do your meditation, as long as you do it. So for those, those of you who are new to my show, you're probably going, does this woman ever stop talking? Yeah, <laughs> as soon as the show's done. But until then, what I want you to do is just kind of listen to me and I'm going to guide you through it. So don't worry if you've never done it before. 
those of you who are regular followers of my show, you know exactly what we're going to do, okay? So what I want you to do right now is to just kind of sit deep in your chair. Close your eyes and relax. Just, just, just relax. Feel your shoulders relaxing, getting heavier. Feel yourself sitting deeper. We're going to take three deep breaths together. And we're going to blow them out across the room into the purple flame of St. Germain, where it's going to be converted into positive energy and return to the universe. Okay? Deep breath in. Hold it. Any negativity that you picked up this week from others, from yourself, from anything, it's caught that breath of life. Blow it out all the way across the room. See it go into the purple flame of St. Germain and get converted into beautiful golden light shooting up through the universe, through the stars, past the planets, all the way up to those pearly gates. See it make a U-turn and come right back down into your seventh chakra at the speed of thought. Boom, it's there. Feel your body filling up with that gold and warm light. You might feel yourself starting to get a little hot. Just pull your sleeves up. Again, deep breath in. Hold it. Imagine any negativity that you might remember from your childhood could be holding you back. In that breath of light, blow it out right into the purple flame of St. Germain. It's not in you anymore. See it converted into beautiful light. All of that garbage, beautiful light, up through the planets, through the stars, heading for those pearly gates again. When it reaches them, makes a U-turn, comes right back down into your seventh chakra at the speed of light. Feel it filling your whole body with warm, healing energy. Healing your body as it heal heals your heart and your soul. Feel it going all the way down your legs. Feel that warmth going all the way to the tips of your toes. One more time, deep breath in. Hold it, any leftover negativity, something you might have said to somebody else, the residue is still with you in that purple flame, into that breath of light, blow it out into the purple flame of St. Germain. Again, up to the pearly gates. Any leftover negativity is just following that breath, into that flame and it's going up, up to the pearly gates. Watch it make that U-turn, come right down into your seventh chakra as beautiful, warm, golden light. Now just suck in all that light 
through your whole body, every single cell. Feel it radiating out through your skin. If you break out in a little sweat, it's okay. It's good. Now I want you to imagine holding your gift, your power gift in your hand. It can be jewelry. It can be, it can be um, a deceased pet that you're shrinking down into your hand. It can be your favorite stone, anything that's a power gift. I want you to swing it around your body, creating a mirrored bubble around yourself, a protective mirrored bubble. Only that which is of the highest and best brought by your spirit guides and guardian angels may come into that bubble. Anything else is reflected back from whence it came. We wish it so. And therefore, it is. When you're ready, slowly open your eyes. Listen to my voice. Come back. Come back. Feel yourself feeling, oh, so much better. You're going to sleep really well tonight. You're going to have wonderful, wonderful dreams. And for your writing tip tonight, I want you to think about this. Write your first chapter and write your last chapter, and then you can fill in the rest. Think of those as your GPS. Remember the old GPS where you had a flag where you were and a flag where you were going and then it connected in the middle, that's your writing tip. Write your first chapter, your last chapter, and then you can fill in the middle, okay? So your dream tip, look for colors and numbers in your dreams this week. Until next time, remember, everybody dreams, but some dreams save lives. Thank you so much for joining me in my home tonight. As you can see behind me, remember, if you're here, you're family. Until next time, sweet dreams. Good night. Thank you for joining us this evening. And a big thanks to our producer. Tune in next time to Dreaming Healing for more cutting-edge research, live dream interpretations, and stories with radio host and award-winning author, Cat O'Keefe Cannabis. Listen every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Time with call-in live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Remember, everyone dreams, but some dreams save lives. Live your dreams. Find more about Cat at KathleenO'KeefeCannabis.com. That's Kathleen with a K. O-K-E-E-F-E-K-A-N-A-V-O-S. Or the Queen of Dreams on Google Search. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network uniting mankind with universal love our shows are created from the heart bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment breathe 
Relax and enjoy. Let life flow.